Welcome back, everybody, to the GGR Pirate Radio Podcast. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of GGR, which is, uh, for all you folks that have the internets on your phone and on your laptops, that's going to be www.thegreatgeekrefuge.squarespace.com. Um, and I just realized I screwed that up. It's just Great Geek Refuge, isn't it? What did you say? The Greek? I think I did. That's oh, right. Yeah. At well. the end of the last one, I said greatgeekrefuge.com without the Squarespace. So one of these days, the people who work on the website, we're going to get it right. I <laughs> the promise guy who actually, you. you know, the guy who bought the domain name. Well, I promise you, one I of these days. The name is not the responsibility to introduce this, this podcast. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. One of these days. Yeah, I mean, intros, outros, not GGR. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's all you need to say. GGR. But at any rate... I'm Mike Lunsford. I'm the editor-in-chief of GGR. Um, we, before we started recording, we found this treasure trove of discussion that we have to discuss. Uh, we're going to talk about sports a little bit, mostly football because it's playoff time in the, in, in the NFL right now. Uh, with me to my left here, this is Vic Azim. Vic? Contributor to the GGR. Again, just the GGR. I'm not saying the full name. I'll probably, probably mess it <laughs> Don't up. Don't want to butcher so. it like us morons. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Redskins fan. And for, well, fortunately, we have a new GM, which might, may work out. You've got you to be proud. Even though they're awful, you got to be proud yeah. some, for some reason. I don't know why, but... <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm Steve Monick. I yes. also write on the website. I write on the name Pete Rogers. Um, unlike these two yokels, I root for the Pittsburgh Steelers, so I'm still you know, licking my wounds over that... Uh, Really tough loss to the Ravens. That but let's one, let's that talk about brutal. let's talk about your love of, of Pittsburgh for just a second, Steve. The main reason why I want to talk about this is because you you buck a trend. We're we're in we're in Virginia right now. Um, I grew up in Northern Virginia. Vic grew up in Northern Virginia. Um, so we we're kind of on a weird spot where we don't really have a lot of diehard local fans because federal government's here. A lot of military bases are here. So a lot you have of transplants. A, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So you have. It, it, like going to school uh, on like a, on a Monday, you will see just about every team supported with a football jersey because everybody's from somewhere else. You're actually from Pittsburgh, right? Though. So you have a right to be a Steelers fan. Yeah. Your family's from Pittsburgh. Now you know what? I've heard people say this before. Well, what does it matter, Mike? You can support whatever team you want. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. Okay. That there's a word for that. It's called being a bandwagon hopper. It's called being a front runner. If you became a Steelers fan when they won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, you're a front runner. Same way if you bought a Seahawks jersey last year, unless you're in the greater and Seattle area, you exactly. haven't really earned the right 65% to wear. of Patriots fans also, uh, let me just say that. Yeah. Yes. No, you're absolutely right, though. You are absolutely right. And it's frustrating here because we're in Virginia. Um, I'm born and raised. So is my dad. Uh, my mom was from Southern Maryland. Um, so, I mean, like, my Redskins fandom comes honest. You know, I got it from my folks. But there are so many Cowboys fans here. And the weird thing about it is, is most of them were about five or six years old when 1992 and 1993 came around. And what happened then? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Cowboys had this amazing dynasty where they rattled off three Super Bowls in four years. So everybody's a Cowboys fan around here. And they all like, oh, well, I'm a Cowboys fan. And the first question you ask them is... Well, where are you from? Where's your family from? Well, we're from Virginia. My dad's from Richmond. Yeah. And from Fairfax. Exactly. Like <laughs> you asshole, you never been to Dallas? Come on. Exactly. Like it's just it's just ridiculous. It's so obnoxious. Like these people couldn't find Dallas on a map, let alone have been from there. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas is it's like it's just north of Virginia, right? It's it's near DC. No. <laughs> no, no. And what makes this even worse, being a Redskins fan, and I mean I've actually this is the only time I've actually mentioned the name because I'm a big supporter of I feel like they should change the name. 
I'm gonna just drop that for right now. Like we'll we'll discuss that at another time. Yeah, a, you brought up a great thing about them owning like the name Warriors. And they stuff. do, yeah. It's a really cool thing that I don't think a lot of people know about. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I, you want to? You know what? We'll riff on that real yeah. quick. Um, I just like I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you should change the name now. Like my my uncle was a um, U.S. Marshal for Native American Affairs, so he was on Indian reservations on a regular basis, oh, wow. Wow, and. Yes, it's it's something that like you don't go and call people that name. It's it's really offensive, and other people will be like, "Well, Indians have said the same thing." I'm not going to go into great detail about this because honestly, I'm white. I'm as white as can be. I really don't have a stake in this, other than if somebody's offended by this name, maybe you should change it. I I have pride in that name. I have pride in that team. But you change the name of the team, it's the same team. It's still right. Washington. It's still a football team. It's Absolutely. still a team you love and you know. And they're not going to change the colors. Anyways, like Steve was saying. Dan Snyder, years ago, bought the rights to the Washington Warriors. That name. He copyrighted it. He trademarked it. Whatever he said it was going to be for like, a, yeah. like an AFL or an arena team or something. Initially. Uh, initially. There was the thought. It was, it was a dual-pronged attack there where it could either be a, uh, an arena-style football team or it could be a backup plan in case the government or the NFL forced him to change the name. Which, holy crap, aren't we seeing all sorts of stuff about this right now? Yeah. <laughs> I think you change the name of the Washington Warriors, you give a percentage of all the jersey sales to the Wounded Warrior Project, oh my god, Dan Snyder looks like a genius, yeah. he looks like the nicest dude on the planet, he finally gets good press, people stop making fun of him all the time, well we can't really make fun of the guy, because look at all this nice stuff he's doing, <laughs> and then you sell a billion jerseys to people who aren't even Redskins fans. I, you don't even have to change the colors, No, you barely have to change the logo, because they have the one with the, the spear. The spear, which yeah, is, right, I personally and, and, think and, that's the coolest looking one. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it kind of uh, mirrors the, the Washington Wizards the WW exactly. to have Washington Warriors yeah. WW so I mean it kind of all melts together that makes just so much sense it does so and it like, cool too and like for, for people to be like crazy like pounding their fists and like pounding their chests and like making this big scene about all of this because of a name and there's some paid stuff out there like there's, there's some websites I go to and you, those super annoying Autoplay little video advertisements on the side. Yeah, there I have heard a few that are saying like, get the real facts about the Redskins name and stuff like that. And it's pro keeping the Redskins. Yeah. You want to know who owns that? I imagine Dan Snyder, the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's propaganda to try and keep yeah. that. And I'm sitting there like, I, I wonder if I lived a state away still, if I would be hearing these kind. I imagine it's, it'd be quite no, the opposite. It's total crap. And just to, to touch on it one more one more time, and then we're gonna t- give, give you our playoff picks because we are big sports fans here. Um, there's these guys. They're called the 1491s. Uh, they're a Native American comedy troupe. They were on the Daily Show. The Daily Show did a oh, piece yeah. about this, and this is where this hit home for me. And this is where I really it really solidified that I need to support the name change was these guys are Native Americans. The Daily Show brought them on because they wanted to record a piece with them and like, hey, is this name really racist? But then they also had Washington Redskins fans in the other room doing the same thing. And the Redskins fans were all decked out in their stuff. They are like, I'm a Redskins fan, I'm a Redskins fan. And then they brought them together and the white people that were in the room freaked out. And one lady started crying because she was like, you guys set me up. And they wouldn't say the name in front of them. And they actually apologized to the Native Americans. You tell me that there's not something wrong with that name when that happens. Yeah. That sounds awkward. At any rate, that it was the Jaguars game. The Redskins-Jaguars game. One of the few bright spots of the Redskins season this year. They took the Native American guys, the Daily Show did, and they were going to record them at the um, uh, tailgating. At the tailgating of that. Exactly. Are, yeah. Listen to some of the stuff that people said to the Native Americans. Redskins fans said to the Native Americans. This is like 
this is so awful. I can't even like begin to describe how sick this made me when I read this. At one point, a woman, uh, one of the guys is wearing this shirt that says um, the Caucasians, like a, okay. like a joke like on like I'm Native American. To flip it on, yeah. exactly. And a woman came up to him and actually said to him, and I'm trying to find. I, I'm reading the article right now, which is it was fantastic. Um, let me see if I can find it for you. Give me just and I will say, here. you're saying the Jaguars is the highlight of the season. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like playing with the net down. So, I mean, it is, yeah, yeah. in a three-win yeah. season, I don't like that that's the highlight for you. But Exactly. So, so the dude is wearing this shirt. He's six foot one. So he's a big dude. Um, and I'm going to read exactly what he said here. He goes, but a blonde little wisp of a woman completely freaked me out as I waited in line for the bathroom. She said, is this shirt supposed to be funny? Speaking of his uh, Caucasian, Caucasian shirt. shirt. Uh, she asked, motion in my satirical T-shirt. Um, and then she said, I will effing cut you. Actually, she didn't scare me so much as the wannabe linebacker standing behind her who looked like they wanted to make good on her threat. How frightening is that? Wow. Like, like the, first off, he's wearing something that's a joke. Yeah. She's wearing something that's actually offensive to his race. And she's just like, how dare you? I'll cut you. It gets better. And by better, I mean even more horrible. So at one point, the guy's walking through the, um, the parking lot, and somebody takes their big truck horn and honks it right as he walks oh, past the hood of their car. Then someone yells at him mockingly, hey, thanks for letting us use your name. Wow. What a, what a stand-up citizen that guy must have been. It's, it just it makes, me, it makes me sad to think that I am a fan of this team, and this is my peer group. These are the people that are going out here yeah. and doing this. And, like, the fact that people will – and Steve mentioned this earlier, those ads. People will read those ads and think that they are gospel and that, oh, well, this is true and this is true and this and this and this and this. They actually did a, a study at one point where people thought that they – the Redskins organization had talked to Native Americans and checked with them to see if it was, it was okay. Cool. It was kosher. <laughs> and they, you know where they went? They went into Amish country. In Pennsylvania, people who self-identified themselves as natives. He's like, hey, are you a native? Oh, yeah, I'm 116th Cherokee. Yeah, Everybody's 116th Native American because yeah. and you want to pay less on your college bills. And as a Pennsylvania native and everything like that, I yeah. mean, I can speak to that honestly. Like, I have about a percent or two Native American in my ancestry. Yeah. But by that no means makes me a Native American. That's not how I, I quantify myself. I've never had to go through the trials and tribulations that those people have had to go through. Um, and so to use that very tangential relationship to that group, just to, so you can legitimately say, "Oh yeah, we talked to some people. Don't worry about it. It's, it's cool. It's cool." Yeah, and like what a what a joke, man! It's like it's like coming up to me and be like, "Hey, Mike, you're fat. How do you feel about um, about trans fats in your food?" Well, I think they're delicious. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fat guys love trans fats. Let's keep them, okay? Like you can't use me doesn't as make the it right. exactly. Yeah. It doesn't make it right, and it's. And you know what? I'm, I'm stepping down from my, my soapbox now. I had my moments. Like, we just got way off topic here. But this is something that really means a lot to me because I really feel like the main reason I created GGR in the first place was a place for everyone to voice. be able to have yeah. a voice and be able to say what they want and say what they feel and not have to worry about people doing stuff like this. Like, you make a joke and someone says, I'll cut you because they have no sense <laughs> of humor. Like, if I'm, a Red, if I'm wearing a Redskins shirt and I see a Native American wearing a Caucasian shirt, I'd be like, that's... That's pretty funny. I feel like a jerk now for wearing this shirt. Yeah. You would be like, yeah, yeah. And like, we'd probably have a little laugh for a second really awkwardly. And I'd be like, hey, can I like buy you a burger since my people stole your land? Like, <laughs> and, and it's hard not to think about the lens of, of 
humor and someone equating violence with the things that are going on recently, yeah. you know, in France and everything. So it's kind of on our minds. And yeah, I don't think that this topic is going away. Like during yeah. the off season when everything's finished up with the actual games and the playoffs. Yeah. I think it's going to come up in this off season just like it did again last yeah. off season. Some group's going to try and make a push and go after Dan Snyder yet yeah. again. And we'll see what he does about it. And, I mean, since we just talked about the, the uh, incident in... Uh, in France, let's let's just do this real quick, guys. I mean, we here at GGR, like I said, I mean, we're we want everybody to have a voice. Yeah. And if you check our website, the main page right now, the homepage, has a little image that we did a little tribute to the uh, Charlie Hebdo victims. Uh, when you get a chance, check it out. Again, the actual web address: greatgeekrefuge.squarespace.com. We got it. We did it. Hey, it's a clean one. All right. <laughs> it took go. us two episodes, but we got this Good thing job, under gentlemen. control. All right. Let's talk about the playoffs now. Yeah, let's get this fun All stuff. Right. All right. So we've got we've got four teams left in the mm-hmm. NFC. We got the we got the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. And They're the playing the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Panthers are going to Seattle to play them. Uh, and then you've got the Cowboys, uh, the awful, awful, traveling to Green awful Bay. Cowboys traveling to Green Bay um, with a possible hobbled Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what his health is. Yeah, yeah. he's missed a lot of practice. Yeah, that's true. Literally, that's true. Literally said he can be anywhere from fifty to ninety-five percent ready to go. Yeah, he, it's but hard to say. Let's ask ourselves: Do we want? Who do we take? A fifty percent Aaron Rodgers or one hundred percent Tony Romo? I'm still going with. 50% well, the question is: Is yeah? I mean, I would take Rodgers too, but the problem is, is and, and I was talking to my little brother about this. I don't know if any of you guys are wrestling fans, um, but uh, remember in the old days when WCW had the NWO? Oh hell yeah! And the NWO, For life, baby. And the NWO had their NWO had their own ref on their payroll. Yeah. That's how I feel the Dallas Cowboys are. Oh, like, yeah. It was like oh, that. Man. It's like Tony Romo rolling out with the Wolfpack music going, and like you see, like I can't remember the, the, the referee's name now, but he's just like in tow behind him. Like that's that's how this game against you know Detroit what it is? felt. It was so. The such thing is. Home cooking was insane. Dallas has this perception of America's team. I don't know where the hell that came from. But they had an article about two years ago that said that they took a poll nationwide, and now Green Bay is America's team. I've seen, I've seen I'm that not too. surprised and by that, to be honest. So we have the battle of the yeah, two I mean, America team. Blue-collar, working there. class, like hard-working, built-the-right-way kind of team. Yeah, But they win. I mean, yeah. America's team, so to speak. It's justified. It, yeah. Well, it's never going to be a team that's like a, like a loser. Like Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not America's team. Because they won two games. If my little brother is listening to this, sorry, man. <laughs> my brother is a huge Bucks fan, but you know what? The Bucks are awful, dude. I'm sorry. It's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you can just keep wearing the creamsicle jersey as much as you want, buddy. But they're still awful. <laughs> Beautiful jerseys, by the way. I'm a fan of uh, throwback jerseys. Yeah, so. Steve's wearing his very nice Bumblebee uh, Heath Miller jersey let's, today. Let's try to do this. So we we all have biases. Let's yeah. throw our bias aside. Give an honest opinion <sighs> you know on who's what? going honestly, to win this game. Honestly, I really think, I think so. Dallas has got a really good shot. They've got a lot of weapons on offense. The, uh, the defense of Green Bay is really not suited to handle that many offensive weapons, especially when it comes to receiver. Um, but on the flip side, too, Dallas's defense is porous, big time. And if Rodgers is even somewhat passable, and it is cold in Dallas, or in Green Bay, Dallas is going to struggle. And I think that we may see a shootout here. We may see a low... Either way, I think it's going to be close. I don't think anybody's going to run away with this. I still think Green Bay should win because of that ridiculous record they have in Lambeau. Yeah, they didn't. I don't think they lost a game all year in Lambeau this year. And I think they've lost like two playoff games ever. Yeah. I feel like this is the kind of game that someone's going to win 35-34. Like it's going to be Should super I? close but high scoring. Yeah. And they're just going to trade touchdowns back and forth. Yeah. The factor for me is DeMarco Murray because the Cowboys probably have the best offensive line in the league. That's true, yeah. Uh, so if they can – and Green Bay's run defense isn't – 
anything to write home about. They're not bad, but they're not great either. Yep. Um, and I know DeMarco Murray, he had that hand issue. He broke his hand a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's fine. So yep. if they can get some push, they might be able to Absolutely. do a lot of teams do against like Brady and Peyton Manning where they just run and kill the clock so much. They don't give Aaron Rodgers the chance to be on the field. Yeah, And that's what's helped their defense all year. So their defense isn't great. They haven't needed to be great because DeMarco Murray eats up so much clock. Right. Yeah. Then the defense is always rested, and the other team only gets you know seventy five percent of the chances that they would against any other team because yeah. they're not on the field enough. Absolutely. So the Cowboys are going to win. It's going to be on DeMarco Murray's back, not Romo. So you're going with the Cowboys? No, I'm still going to pick the Packers because right. Aaron Rodgers can throw a seventy five yard bomb at any time, you know, even it. if he's on one leg. Yeah. Um, ESPN did this really sick piece about Aaron Rodgers being the long ball and everything. And they're talking about in high school when he was being scouted, he literally threw a ball 75 yards in the air. Like, the guy wow. yeah. can sling it. I mean, he knows how to throw it. And so even if you only give him, like I said, 75% of the on-field time, time possession that you normally have, He's going to be able to throw it like to Jordy Nelson for a 90-yard touchdown in one play anyway. So, yeah. and the, and Dallas's defense has not shown that they can hang with that sort of thing. So, I will say this: Dallas is undefeated on the road this season. That's yeah. that, and that track record right there shows that I can't remember what they were saying. Like the last team to do that won the Super Bowl, I think. That's really impressive. Dallas is going to have to go on the road for the rest of the way to the Super Bowl. And yeah, so that gives me some concern. They have but, beaten yeah. Seattle in Seattle this year. Yeah, that's crazy. I I personally think that that's an outlier though because. Yeah. That was early in the season. Seattle struggled, but Seattle caught fire towards the end of the season and really went on a tear to be. They got to back be, into their Super Bowl exactly, four. and to be the best team in the NFC record-wise. So you go to Seattle in the playoffs, and we've all have seen this. It doesn't matter what sport it is; the playoffs are a whole different animal. I'm, I'm going to predict specifically a Tony Romo interception in the fourth quarter, and I am of the opinion that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. He will prove it in yeah. this game. Three touchdown passes, yeah. no interceptions. I'm going Packers. I'm actually, yeah, and I think we're across the board. Everybody's going for the Packers. I personally think this game is going to be much more exciting than the second one on the slate, and that's the Seattle-Carolina game. I think this game is going to be so low-scoring and so boring. It's going to be Seattle all the way. Yeah. I have Seattle here. I just, I could see, I could see this turning into a nightmare for the Panthers, Mm -hmm. and it just, just devolving and Seattle just running away with this, because that crowd, once that crowd gets into the game... You, you ain't coming back. And watching the, the Panthers-Cardinals, the Panthers won that game pretty comfortably, but they played like garbage. Yeah, and did. watching Cam Newton, like his mechanics yeah. on throwing the ball, like he was throwing like a lot of sidearm. He had some really weird angles. I don't know if he's 100% he healthy back from the car. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. So with the way that Seattle can get to the quarterback and everything, oh, yeah. like I think yeah. if he's not throwing it correctly, if he's not 100%, they have no chance. No, absolutely not. Um, I really think that the Panthers got lucky against the the Cardinals because there was I mean, weren't the Cardinals winning at halftime with a um, third string quarterback? Like in yeah, or they were yeah. down like thirteen ten or so. It was like it was really, really close. Yeah, it was really close. And yeah, I mean to to have to have your third string quarterback. And the Cardinals were essentially in the playoffs banking on what they did in the first half of the season. Right. I mean, yeah. they got so many injuries. They were in the third-string quarterback, their third-string yeah. running back. A lot of – I mean, yeah. they basically called me to come play uh, <laughs> wide receiver at one point. It was that desperate. Yeah, so. yeah. And when you have Larry Fitzgerald and you can't get that guy the ball, I mean, that's, there's serious issues yeah. there. Um, let's move to the AFC. AFC, we got uh, the Patriots uh, in New England I taking on the Ravens. both games are going to be oh, yeah. fantastic. Solid. 
You also got Denver. You got um, I just completely blanked on the who's Colts. playing. Colts. Denver and the Colts. Yes. Yeah, the Colts in Denver playing the Broncos. I mean, I against just, his old team. Yeah, and I just I don't see this. I can't stand the Ravens. I mean, I really can't. I mean, being a Redskins fan, I'm just <laughs> I'm tired of them. Just being the Ravens. They're from Baltimore. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm and not allowed to really talk on this conversation about the Ravens and Patriots oh, because oh God, dude, I don't. Yeah. I mean, there's some kind there, of so. collapse at the stadium where both teams lose. Like, somehow, in, be, like, in, like in Batman, like in the Dark Knight. Yeah, dark I mean, thing, right? that actually was Heinz Field. So, I mean, that, <laughs> now you guys know what it feels like. No. There you go. The, uh, Back to you. Yeah, I mean, geez, the Ravens. Oh, my God, that game. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't want to go on about it, but... Um, you got to pick a winner here. Fun, fun thing about, <laughs> fun little fact, the Patriots yeah. with the Brady-Belichick era. Yeah. Uh, I think in Foxborough, they're 12-3 and three in the playoffs, but two of the three losses the are Ravens. against the Ravens. The so Ravens yeah, are a team to come kryptonite for the Patriots. Yeah. I do yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I, I that was the one team the Patriots would not want to play was, was going to be the, the Ravens. So. Yeah, and I think it, ever since Flacco came around, and, and I never thought Flacco was really that good of a quarterback, but he's starting to prove me wrong, and... In the playoffs, yeah, the guy's dynamite. He, he really is. He really, really is. I think this is going to be. I normally when you get to the Patriots in the playoffs, there was no beating them. But now it's it's kind of like when you get the Ravens around. Maybe it's a different story. I can't pick this one really. I mean, I'm going with my heart. I want the Patriots to win. Um, just because when the Redskins started being awful when I was a kid, I became a Patriots fan de facto because. Um, they had just drafted Drew Bledsoe. This guy was thrown for like eight million yards a year. I was like, "Hey, I need a second team. I'll use an AFC team. I'll, I'll root for the Patriots." I'm of the belief you, yeah. as a fan, are always allowed to have one second team in the other conference to root yeah. for. Mm-hmm. You just got to make sure you know where your loyalties lie. Oh yeah. So, I, ironically yeah. enough, the Redskins were that for me. They were my NFC team mm-hmm. that I like to watch yeah. when I wasn't watching the Steelers yeah. and rooting for them. And it's and it's and it comes down to if it's a Redskins Patriots Super Bowl, Redskins. It's not even a question. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, but I, I Patriots. I'm rooting for the Patriots on, in this one. Um, I don't think that there was another. There's another stat too. Like Bill, Belichick very rarely loses to any team consistently, or something mm-hmm. like that. Like I, I think that he's going to be prepared for this game. And I'll tell you what the other thing was is he lost to the Ravens twice when they had Ray Rice, and Ray Rice ain't anywhere near football right now. Oh, what happened? I, I missed this I've, story. You know, you didn't hear about this. It was really, really small. It wasn't a big deal. In fact, oh. the NFL did, handled everything perfectly, from awesome. what I understand. Great. Um, Stand up yeah. organization. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that that's another nightmare. Good, yeah, good I, night. I <laughs> think I'm gonna take the Ravens. I think I'm gonna take them because yeah. they got Alotinata back yeah. uh, on the line, and the Patriots. Biggest weakness is their offensive line, giving Brady a clean pocket. Yeah, and Brady, I don't and when know you, if you put pressure on him, yeah. not the most spry individual. He's not yeah. super great about sprinting around and stuff no, like that. Even even less so since he had the knee injury. So yeah, the, and, um, oh, sorry, no, I was just because I mean, just and I don't think they have a huge stable of, of talented running backs where they can establish a good run game. So yeah. I think the Ravens D line's too much for him. The Patriots. We can call them a dynasty, possibly, but since 2007, they have not been that impressive in the playoffs. They've been it's very true. beatable every it's single true. year. It was ever since they, ever since McGinnis retired, uh, Ted Johnson left, Brewski left. Uh, that core defense, because the defense is really what won them in the Super Bowls. Um, when they kind of flip flopped and they went in, went into uh, Brady to Moss for all those touchdowns and all that ridiculousness, and they went 16 and 0. It just wasn't the same team, and this coming from somebody who was rooting for them to win another Super Bowl, yeah. it didn't feel the same. They weren't that same team, and they went into the playoffs with a different mindset. It was strange; like they were just running up the score on people, and it was 
it was not the team that I had had felt, like fallen in love and with that was gritty on defense. Once and they like, faced yeah. a great defense, they were their offense was stilted. Oh yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens also. I just I, I don't see. I think the defense. I think the Ravens have a lot of momentum coming from that Pittsburgh game also. That's so, true. Yeah. So I got to go. Ravens and for me, it sets up because spoilers. I'm going to be picking the Broncos. Mm-hmm. It sets up a rematch. rematch. Of, you remember when Flacco threw that like retarded touchdown? There was a Jacoby Jones. Yeah. I think. I like can't remember who that was, defender yeah. guy, Denver guy, like whiffed on the the play, and they came back, and it was just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think the Broncos really want to see the Ravens. <laughs> they do not want to see. The, <laughs> they don't want to see the Patriots again. Nah, I agree. There's there's very few times I'll ever use this word hate. Um, I hate Peyton Manning, yeah, with a fiery passion, and it's and that's it's sad too because I have I was I mentioned him before my uncle who's you know Uncle Steve hey if you're listening to this, um, he was the um, U.S. Uh, Marshal for Native for American the, Affairs. Okay, they lived in Colorado for years, and de facto my cousin Donnie, his son. Is it? And hey, Donnie, if you're listening to uh, <laughs> anyone else, you want to say hi yeah, to? Mike yeah, or, uh, mom, my dad, uh, kindergarten teacher, exactly. Um, they're all big Bron- Broncos fans. And Aaron, I, again, to our point from the very beginning, that's yeah. fair. That's you're supposed to be exactly. Yeah, and like so, I kind of have a soft spot for the Broncos. But ever since Peyton Manning came to the Broncos, I just I cannot stand him because I feel like he's just forced upon us. It's like, hey. He's the king of the NFL. Why? Because we said so. Hey, have you seen the Papa John's commercials? Isn't he funny? Have you seen the nationwide commercials? He's really, really funny in those, too. No! 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 He's, ah, he's such a doofus. And maybe this is coming from being a Patriots fan. But, like, every time the Patriots would beat him and they would show the camera of him having that, like, awful, like, I'm sad, I'm Eeyore, I'm not going to make it to a Super Bowl face. Like, I was just like, oh, in your face, Manning, because he was he sucked in the playoffs. You and your giant red square on your forehead. Exactly, yeah. Like, and you know what? That's the thing is when he was a free agent after the Colts were like, hey, buddy, you're not coming back. If the Redskins got him, I'd be wearing a Peyton Manning Redskins jersey right now, waving a towel yeah. around my head. But you know what? I would Sing still hate praises. him. Yeah. I would still hate him. I'd be like, you know what? He's thrown for 80 million touchdowns. I still don't like him, but hail to the Redskins. Yeah, you guys would have just as much chance of winning a Super Bowl as you do now, though. Cause that's no, true. Not very good at sealing the deal, if you know what I mean. No, not really. Now that said, though. That being said, I honestly think with this one, I think the Broncos... I think they're suspect, man. They have not looked good in the last month. No. Manning has not looked good. I, I think that this is going to be – I think we're going to see the um, Andrew Luck coming out party. I think Andrew Luck is going to light their defense up. Because when they played the first game of the season, it was nice. 34-31, something crazy like that. It was a really close game. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see the Colts. They're going to be fired up, man. They're going to be inspired to do something. They want to prove – that they made the right choice in letting Manning go. I think we're going to sure. see them lose in Denver. I think this is going to be wow. the decline of Peyton Manning. Um, I hate to say it for, sorry, Donnie, sorry, Uncle Steve. I think they're done. I think that this is going to be the end of it. I think we're going to see the Colts and the Patriots in the AFC Championship for like the 9 millionth time. I I got to go the complete opposite. I think like you, I dislike Peyton Manning overall. Yeah. Stupid yeah. commercials, yeah. goofy, smug face after... Winning or losing a press conference, song. but my hate doesn't blind the respect. That's true. Yeah, the guy is great. The guy is a top five quarterback of all time. I don't think Andrew Luck is there yet. Yeah, I think he's going to get there. Colts are good, but I, I feel like I feel like a Denver. I'll say this though. I, I guess I picked Baltimore. So I have to say Denver, Baltimore. Yeah, and I don't think Denver wants to play Baltimore because Peyton Manning, once he's pressured, and 
to your point, if the Colts yeah. can pressure him, yeah. once he's pressured, he usually doesn't doesn't perform. And to so. be, I mean, and to be realistic too, I mean, that has been Indy's downfall as their defense. Like they they just are outscoring people. And you saw when the Patriot when the Patriots played them, the Patriots just yep. boathoused them. It was or boat raced them. I don't know what, what I analogy know. I just used. When, when they uh, roundhouse, when they roadhouse them, just, <laughs> when whatever they... terms you're using there, Mike. <laughs> we'll just we'll just make up things now. Boathouse them, cheese Louise. <laughs> Poundhouse. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the um, the thing for me is uh, Andrew Luck is all they have. Their running game is atrocious. Yeah. Um, their defense is Vontae Davis and yeah, pretty much Vontae Davis. That's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't think when you stack them one to one, I think at this point Luck probably is better than Manning. He's who I'd rather have on my team. Yeah. Right now, but when you compare C.J. Anderson running for Denver versus Oh, uh, what's Daniel Heron for the the Colts or oh God Trent Richardson? Whatever I mean, happened to him, anyways? Trent Richardson? Yeah, uh, nothing. Cleveland, as much as I don't care for them as a city or whatever, uh, genius, getting genius, rid getting rid of that yeah. guy because he yeah. looks like garbage. Yeah, um, yeah. So the uh, the the Colts, I don't think can just keep pace. Like I think they'll yeah. be trading touchdowns for the first half, third quarter. Yeah. And the Broncos will just outlast them to a win. Yeah. You know, and honestly, uh, you know, I think I'm going to change my pick on this one, too. Because as much as I want to see Peyton lose and make his dopey face again as he loses, I'm sad I lost. I'm going to go order Papa John's pizza. He does that when he wins, too, though. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little more to tell. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, but and, and, and just looking at this, too, they got to the Super Bowl, they lost to the Seahawks, and all they did in the offseason was improve their team. So I think that they're more complete now. So maybe they're not going to have to rely on Manning to throw it 50 times. Yeah, I think they're going to win in spite of Manning. Like, if you looked at his numbers over the last yeah. couple games of the regular season, yeah. he's declining. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I know he had an illness. Yeah. He was working through a few injuries. Maybe the bye helped him, and he's 100% again. Yeah. But they were relying 100% on that run game and yeah. their defense. And I trust me, I picked up C.A.G. Anderson on my fantasy team, rode him to a, to a win there. So, yeah. I mean, it was – I know firsthand what kind of things they're doing in the run game. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's still the Broncos, but I don't think it's as much of a runaway as it would have been last year. Yeah. So I'm the only one to pick the Patriots. We all picked the Broncos. So we're probably seeing Broncos – well, we'll go with the consensus. Broncos, Ravens uh, in the AFC, and then the Seahawks and the Packers uh, in the NFC. Yeah. Who are we thinking in the Super Bowl? I would, I would think, assuming Rodgers comes out of that game clean mm-hmm. – I think they have enough. I think it'd be Packers, uh, Broncos. Even with it being in Seattle. Yeah, I do. I'm going to go Packers, uh, Packers, Ravens. And I think in that case, I, I got I have the Packers winning it all. Yeah. Okay. I think Green Bay's hoisting the, the Lombardi trophy. Yeah. I just I don't see anybody going into Seattle and beating them in the playoffs. Now, I mean, we've seen them lose at home in the regular season. But, again, like I said, it's a different world. It's a completely different world. I'm thinking Seahawks. I'm thinking Ravens. I'm thinking the Seahawks are beating the Ravens again. Uh, I hope so. I don't want those dirty birds to win another one. <laughs> I just I don't really want to see the Ravens. Seahawks the Ravens would be the most boring of the possible combinations. It, oh, no, yeah. it absolutely is because in my see, heart I want to see the Patriots and the Packers. I want to see because great. I want revenge for that one where uh, they lost to the Packers in New Orleans. Um, but be I, an amazing Super Bowl. It would be I a really good. Lo- I would love yeah. to see Rodgers versus Manning or Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Like two of like you know. All-time great quarterback. The old guard versus the new guard for, exactly. for quarterback that. play. That'd be real exactly. nice. Yeah, that, that would be that would be a lot of fun. Um, I don't want to see Seahawks Broncos again because no, I feel I like know. I've seen that before. Seahawks oh wait, it was would, last year. Seahawks yeah. would probably tear them. I mean, An- another one. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just yeah. 
I, and, and that's the thing is like I'm just I'm done with Manning. I don't want to see Manning anymore. I don't trust Manning against against a great defense. Yeah, and that's like I, and I I've enjoyed so much watching Eli just completely fall apart. Yeah. Like I just I want I want oh, Peyton. And I have no ill will. If Peyton Manning was sitting right here right now, I would tell him that you know, hey, you're an amazing quarterback. You know, you do some amazing things. I wish you were on a team that I liked because I can't I, I can't stand your guts. Like. You make me so mad because you're, you're so good and you destroy all the teams that I like. You're better than the people on that Daily Show thing sitting with Redskins fans and Redskins. <laughs> you would say honestly if he oh, was in the same him, room with you. I would you. tell him exactly yeah. how I feel. Like Steve is referencing that one the uh, episode of the Daily Show where they actually brought Native Americans and Redskins fans together. And like a behind-the-scenes thing is, is there was a female Redskins fan who was decked out in her gear, and she's a lawyer, and she freaked out and she started crying when they came in because she thought that it was going to ruin her career. Because, again, she had no problem saying that she thought it was a tribute to their name, but couldn't say it to their face. Mm, stupid name. And so Mike would be sitting here with Mr. Manning, yeah. as we refer to him. Sir. Yeah. Please don't hurt us, uh, us fledgling fans here. Yeah. The best thing since Joe Montana. That's what we yeah. say. Yeah, so. except for Joe Montana has a ridiculous amount of rings. Tell me you guys have seen that commercial with Joe Montana, uh, Doug Flutie, uh, and... Uh, Bo Jackson, where they're all sitting watching TV, no. and Bo Jackson and Doug Flutie are like, "Hey, man!" Huh? And they do the Heisman pose, and they're like, "Hey, we got a Heisman trophy! We got a Heisman trophy!" And he just like goes thump and just shows his five Super Bowl rings. <laughs> and he's just like, "I'm sorry, what?" Like, and it was, it's and Flutie and of course Bo have nothing to say. That's like, fantastic. Yeah, what a collection of of Super Bowl or. Uh, uh, NFL players, though. Freaking yeah. Doug Flutie, yeah. Montana, and Bo Jackson. Yeah, I want to say there was a third person there, too, that was famous for winning the Heisman and then never doing anything else. Um, I can't Red, remember Reggie who it was. Bush. It's, <laughs> it's more common No, he doesn't have a Heisman anymore. Right. That got taken from him because uh, an agent bought his, uh, his family a house. So. That's right. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and, and thanks to Pete Carroll, by the way, for being like, oh, hey, I didn't know anything about that. By the way, I didn't know so much about this. I'm going to run to Seattle now as I quit my job. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Like, Last thing I think to encapsulate <laughs> the, the finality of this podcast here, with yeah. the eight quarterbacks that are remaining. Yeah. So you got uh, Wilson Rogers, Cam Newton, and Romo mm-hmm. on the NFC side. Yeah. Brady Manning, Luck. And um, who, who am I missing there? Uh, Flacco. Flacco. Yeah. For the out of those eight, you're starting to franchise this off season. Yeah. Which one do you want Whoa. helming your team? I'm starting a franchise. You're starting a franchise. There's an ex- all in their current state. Yeah, exactly how they are. Age, um, injury status, yeah, okay. whatever. Going into the off season, oh, um, you're you're starting. A, there's a new franchise team. It's the uh, it's the Richmond Raiders. There's their new team. Yeah. You're allowed to oh, grab man. one of those eight, and we can steal the Raiders name from. Oh wait, yeah. no, the Raiders moved to Oakland. Yeah, exactly. Hey, they had to keep all the players yeah. there. Because they built this and they moved there. Yeah. You have $51 million in the cap ready to nice. go, so you can nice. pay them whatever. Nice. Who do you pick? Um, I'm taking Russell Wilson. Um, I, I'm taking Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson has shown us that with not really the greatest of offensive weapons. I mean, he's, yeah. got, he's, he's got beast mode, who... Marshawn Lynch, when he wants to be, is amazing. But like his wide receivers right now, especially after the, they sent Harvin to uh, to the, the Jets. Jets, yeah, he again, it's really not a good sample size because it was against the Redskins. But that game against the Redskins, where it was like third and fifty or something like that, <laughs> and they had him like pretty much dead to rights, and he was just like ducking and dodging and just like think, just like dumped off a little pass to Marshawn Lynch, and Marshawn Lynch got first down. I was like, I want that guy. That's what RG three was supposed to be. 
I want this no. guy as our quarterback. No RG3 references today. Oh, please. God. There's makes... a reason he's not one of the eight names for Ty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, the Redskins got a new GM. I should actually have a vendetta against Andrew Luck, speaking of this, just because the RG3 thing. But... Yeah, and that new GM did say that RG3 needs a couple years uh, because he said that it took Favre two years to figure out Holmgren's system. So the GM is in RG3's corner, so that makes me feel That's, better because go. I spent money on RG3 gear when he was amazing. Um, but I want, I want Russell Wilson. And, and I think he can do more with less. And that's good because, I mean, that for him to win, he needs a good defense. All that yeah. cap money I just gave mm-hmm. you, you can spend all that on amazing defensive yeah. players. Um, with the rest of that money, I'm actually going to uh, buy a functioning Time Machine DeLorean and go back and get the 86 Bears defense. There you go. Yeah, and then oh, we're, well. we're set. Yeah. yeah I mean, there you go, man. And Best have, defense, quarterback yeah. who can – he doesn't turn the ball over. He's marginal. Yeah, yeah. does what you need him to do. Runs. Yeah. Not yeah. a bad pick. Yeah. Not a bad pick. Vic, who would you take? Um, this is easy. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. I just said he's the best quarterback in the league. If you look at his numbers, he's the most dominant statistical quarterback probably of all time. His numbers outshine Brady's first seven years, Manning's first seven years. The thing, Aaron Rodgers is not over the hill. He's not old. Yeah. Right. You probably have another eight to ten years of Aaron Rodgers left. Yeah. You know? The only thing I would be worried about with Rodgers is like in the last couple of years, he's really shown an injury. Getting dinged up. Yeah, I mean, like, an injury risk because, I mean, he, I want to say, broke his collarbone against the Bears a couple years ago. Last, I think that was um, last year, right? Yeah. He missed a, a good chunk of time because that's when they had, like, they brought Matt Flynn back and they had, <laughs> poor, like, Scott Tolzien. They had all these, like... Poor, poor Matt Flynn, by the way. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he lights he lights up, like, for 550 yards when he's with the Packers. The Seahawks are like, hey, we'll take you. You're going to be great. And then they bring in Russell Wilson. They're like, hey, you know, just go ahead and sit the bench. And he's like, oh, I don't like that. I want to be a starter. And he goes to Oakland. He goes to the Raiders. And the Raiders are like, nah, dude, you suck. We're going to start some other loser. It's all but good. But you <laughs> just don't even worry about it. So he limps back to Green Bay. And then the one time he starts again starts again for Green Bay after he comes back, he, like, lights it up again. Yep. Like, that poor guy. He just he cannot catch he a break. He works in that system, in that city, and that's it. Nowhere else. Exactly. Yeah. I think even injury-wise, injury even if yeah. you can get even five more years of Aaron Rodgers might be better than, to me, like, Ten years of Russell Wilson, honestly. Okay. Like I think you have a legitimate so, chance of competing every two year. or three Super Bowls exactly. if you have a, a yeah. decent team okay. around them. All right. Let me let me say one B is Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is how I put him as the best young quarterback. That he'd know, be my and, pick. Like out of the ones remaining, I would take Luck. Um, I think about it more of contractually. He's still on his rookie contract. That's true. Yeah. So um, you yeah. are getting one of the uh, at this point probably the eight best, like one of the best. Quarter, probably the top five. He's yeah. probably in the top and that five. Vein, though, right isn't Russell Wilson still on his rookie? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. All right. So, I mean, because they were drafting the same thing. I think yeah. Russell Wilson was like a third or fourth round pick. Oh, so, yeah. he's making nothing. So, you could I mean, you're getting Russell Wilson for a song. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. can build a sweet team. That's yeah. what I feel about Andrew Luck. I mean, he's yeah. your prototypical pocket passer, but he can actually get out. He moves a bit. And in that playoff game uh, against the Bengals, I don't know if you saw that play where he yeah. rolls out. He's a quarter of an inch behind the uh, line of scrimmage. He's getting taken out by his ankles. And all arm strength, he like hurls at 50 yards for a touchdown. I mean, the guy's got a cannon. And he, he, and he looks like a doofus. Now, he, like, was a, yeah. he was number one overall pick, so I'm probably paying him more yeah. than Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, but I can still build a really nice team with the money left over. And I think that he could become Aaron Rodgers' quality yeah. in two years. Potential. He's ready to go. 
and you get him for a longer amount. Damn of time. you, RG three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, like I just want to say, there's no way that he's ever listening to this podcast. But if he was, like, I, I feel like a little kid whenever I see RG three, like, go through rough stuff. Like, you know, those like the stereotypical little kid that's like, it's okay, RG three. I believe in you. I think you can do it. Yeah. You know, the like Looney Tunes. You're the little dog hopping around him as the big dog. It, like, it, hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I just, I keep, I keep hoping that this, that he is gonna just like automatically, like one day. Like I hope he's working on his footwork right now. I do. I do too. Actually. The correlation that I can do, and it's a Redskins correlation, is uh, the Broncos Redskins Super Bowl. I want to say it was Super Bowl twenty two, or Super Bowl seventeen. I can't remember which one it was. It was one where John Away probably lost. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Redskins just, just blew the he doors lost off many the Broncos. Super Bowl, and um, what it was is the Broncos were up ten nothing, and the Redskins looked like just like out of it. They just did not look like the Redskins that had gotten to the Super Bowl. And Doug Williams got hit. And took took a shot to the dome, and he was just like, and like woke up and was like, "Hey, how about we score thirty five points in a quarter?" And just <laughs> blew up, and the Redskins ended up they won forty two to. 10. You dare hit me? It's kind I of like just seen an old school where like Will Ferrell does that perfect speech, and then like wakes up out exactly. of it, like he got hit in the head, scored five touchdowns. Guys, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. we're up now. I don't know. I just keep hoping Please. that RG three is gonna like like get sacked, just destroyed by like some some defender, and then just like push himself up off the dirt and people are just going to be like he's got that look in his eye he's got that look in his eye and he runs like that play against the Vikings where he ran for like 85 yeah. yards and oh, scores man. a touchdown like jukes and spins that and then season was and then throws that bomb like he did against the Cowboys like I just keep hoping that he's going to have this moment where it just all clicks Clicks. and like it's the only time I've ever felt like this with a player where I've I've, like this guy gave us hope man he gave Redskins fans hope he like he was untouchable he was Anakin Skywalker yeah (laughs) he was the chosen one he He was supposed to get us to the playoffs and just like Anakin his leg fell off oh I love you like a brother RG3 (laughs) there's 700 zingers we could do guys we don't have four more hours to do this so no. I hate you. I hate you, Dan Snyder. I am totally, I hate you. I am totally photoshopping RG three crawling out of the lava. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh my god! You were the chosen one. Oh my oh. god! You were the chosen one. We can't get away from the nerdy stuff. Can't be done. No, we cannot. No, we cannot. Guys, that was a fun conversation about the football playoffs. I'm that looking was. forward to that. That was. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, guys, um, just it goes to show here, GGR. Anything you can be geeky about doesn't have yeah. to be sci-fi and comic books. You can be just as geeky about sports like we are here. So uh, definitely check out the website. Mike has actually written some cool articles about the NFL. There's a goofy one at the beginning of the season. <laughs> some crazy predictions. Hang on a second. I gotta pull that up because that's one of my favorite just, articles. I mean, that I read. Absolute insanity. And then a real fun one. I mean, we talked a lot about being a Redskins fan. When it's like a real cool yep. one about. How to have hope in your team in a time when your team's not doing so well. You know, so. and it's so funny because I, it was almost prolific. I, I wrote a – or a prophetic, I'm sorry, as in I prophesized it. I actually said – I wrote this article right after the Redskins beat the Cowboys on Monday night because I was just on this – like high. I was doing like cartwheels through the hallways. I was so excited. And I actually even said at one point, I was like, it's entirely possible that the Redskins do not win another game the rest of the year. And I've resigned myself to this fact. And I'll be darned if they only won one more game. Man, and the Eagles, that's a nice win. I mean, that, it was. Win. And taking them out of the playoffs is stupid Eagles and their cheesesteaks. Bam. Like, yeah, exactly. I can, I, can, I can get behind not liking the Eagles. That's uh, state in-state rivalry for me. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, check out the article. There's one about, um, I want to say that one is called... Uh, it's, never, always, it's like Never Too Late or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, There's Always Hope. And then I have one that is the uh, Insane Predictions... 
uh, of the 2004 NFL season, which uh, there's a couple of great pictures in here. Yeah, we're talking insane. He means, like, aliens would have to come down to Earth to make these kind of things happen. I mean, exactly. it's just crazy stuff that's fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of articles, not just comic and sports related. So anyone who's a fan of anything you can get obsessively geeky about, things that you can get way too deep into numbers and stats like sports here, there's something for you at... Uh, let me try this again. GreatGeekRefuge.squarespace.com. I think I got it this hey, time. Hey, GGR. There we are, it is. We are two for two. I know. Right. We're just uh, you know shooting 100% from now on. All right, guys. Well, thanks thanks again for coming, Steve, Vic. I'm glad we were able to do this. Um, all you uh, – got to come up with a name for the people who listen to this podcast. Like, Yeah. I think we'll, uh, we'll take a, a poll of some of our listeners and find out what you guys like and what you want to be called. But – For the time being, keep it sleazy and check back for more podcasts in the future.